Hello, hi, members of my community and my listeners. I am recording this podcast for a dual purpose today, both for my online community, you know who you are, as well as for the listeners of my podcast channel. And I felt that this topic that I'm going to talk about today is best delivered with the audio because I want my voice, the words, the audible to permeate into your circumstances to bring you hope from Jesus and believe that God loves you and He will not give up on you nor your family members for as long as you trust in Him, believe in Him, is desperate for Him and cling on to Him. Today, the topic of my podcast is very simple, but very powerful. I want to ask you this question straight up, even at the start of our session. I want to ask you, do you believe in happily ever after? I say again, do you believe in happily ever after? Some of you may say that you believe with your lips, in your hearts. You do not really believe. Perhaps once upon a time when you were young, you did believe in happily ever after. Even you hoped for it, you dreamt of it, you desired of it. But somewhere along the way, as difficulties creep into your life, unfairness, injustice, failure, that you tasted of them. And after many years, you may have thought that you were healed of them. Or you buried them down deep in your heart and you shut the door and you never opened the door again. And you thought that all was well. Or life has taught you to be cynical and skeptical. For once you were innocent and you believed in others, but you were betrayed, cheated, frauded upon. You were mistreated. Others were antagonistic towards you and showed you animosity, even though you felt that you have done nothing to deserve their hatred. So many years have passed, and while your lips say that you believe, or even openly you wear your cynicism as a badge of honor, I want to tell you today that in the eyes of God, in the calendar of God, in the plans and in the future of God, there is a happily ever after for you. I do not care what has happened to you. I do not care how late it is, how bad things are. I do not care how much you lost, how far away you are, or how displaced you are, because I'm not looking at you and your weakness, or me and my weakness, because I'm looking at God, at Jesus. And when Jesus was on earth, and his enemies persecuted him and crucified him, the devil thought that he has won. 
logic would say that if Jesus was dead, then surely the devil has won. But do you know that our God is a God of happily ever after? So was for Jesus, so is for you. I am peeling away your layers and looking at your spirit, man or woman. Where is your original identity as God created you to be? I can still see your original identity in God. That beautiful girl, that handsome boy, that is capable of so much goodness and greatness, that has a place of belonging, of purpose, and of function in God's kingdom and God's family. Yes, I see that your mock, your scarred, may be battle weary, may be lashed by the devil. But I am seeing you the way that God sees you. So weak, so impoverished, yet capable of so much potential for good that you just have to stand up and walk, stand up and walk. The power of God in you will break off all the oppression, all the burdens. The real you is not dead yet. And yes, I give you permission to laugh again, to feel joy again, to feel free again. I give you permission to hope again, to fill with joy of the Holy Spirit, to be overflowing with joy. And Jesus, the joy of seeing Him, will break all your shackles at once. Maybe some of you think that the happiest point of your life is already over. I've got news for you. The happiest point of your life is in front of you. It's just about to break over you. It is in your future. And there is no lack, no fear, no inadequacy, no awkwardness. For our happily ever after is not like the movies. It's not like a fairy tale. But it is more than that. It is deeper than that. It's the knowledge and the presence of God in you that overcomes all your present circumstances. So we are not naive as the world is naive. Nor are we focused on ourselves. I want this I desire this to be perfect. Let me feel this way. But our eyes are upon Jesus. And the light of Jesus overcomes all the darkness in our life. Let the light of Jesus so fill your eyes, your vision, that you can no longer see anything else but Him. Let His life pour into you his heavenly life, and let you exchange your defeats for his victory. So come on, come on, what are you afraid of? Are you afraid of being disappointed again? Are you afraid of not raising your expectations so you do not get disappointed? 
Come on, come on, be honest to yourself now. There's no one else except you and God. Are you so traumatized that you're unable to trust Him? Do you blame God for what happened to you? Do you think that God cannot do it, or He does not care to do it for you? Do you think that God is good, and He will do good to everyone else except you, because you're too far gone, and you cannot expect to hope again, to dream again? What are you afraid of? Let me tell you very clearly today. How much God loves you, and how He desires to give His best to you, the best for your future, the best for your family. Maybe not the best that you expect, or you invented yourself, but in God's wisdom, the absolute best for you. For while our eyes can only see the current life, God can see for all eternity. Psalms thirty-four, verse seventeen to twenty-two says, "The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them; He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the broken-hearted, and He saves those who are crushed in spirit. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all." He protects all his bones; not one of them will be broken. Evil will slay the wicked; the foes of the righteous will be condemned. The Lord will rescue his servants; no one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. Yes, I know that you waited a long time for your happily ever after. But did you know that by your waiting, you have produced the fruit of the spirit, which is patience, and that patience come from the seed of hope, because you have hope, you have the seed of hope in you. That's why you are able to patiently wait for and believe in the happily ever after of God in your life. And if you do not have faith that God will indeed come true for you in your life, then you don't have hope, and the fruit of patience will not be able to mature in you. So now you understand that the spirit of wasting that wants to waste your life is overcome by the fruit of patience stemming from love. And hope and trust in our God, that He is good. Will you pray today and ask God to restore your belief that He will give you, He wants to, and He will give you a happily ever after for you. Say, God, God, please restore my hope in You. Restore my hope in You. Say with me, I believe that I will have a happy ending through God, and I believe that God desires to give me a happy ending, and He will.
I can feel the release in the spirit realm, and the breaking of chains and bondages, and false beliefs that have clouded your eyes. Oh God, I see that all these people in Christ, they are so precious to you. And I see that for too long they have allowed tears, and disappointments, and pain. And hurt, to put a barrier, wrapping around their hearts like cling wrap. But God, we confess that you are good. And God, we repent of all the times that we have partnered with this belief, or we drawn, or buried our hopes and our feelings. Oh God, break and tear all the foginess. That entraps us, and set us free in you. Let us breathe heaven's atmosphere again. Let our spirit man be filled with the life of Christ. Thank you, God, for releasing all these precious ones and enveloping them in your hope, your joy, and your love. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.